Good morning. We are on Daf Chaf Aleph on the Bet 21b, two lines from the bottom. The Gemara is darshaning the pasuk in Shir Shirim Perk Hey Pasuk Yid Aleph Kibutzotav Taltalim Shechorot Ka'orev. It's his locks are curled and black as a raven. Amar Chista Amar Mar Ukva Melamed Sheishi Drosh Al Kol Kutz Vekutz Tilei Tilim Shalhalachot. This teaches that on every point of the letters of the Torah, one can darshan, learn out nouns and nouns of halachos. Kevutzotav, like coats, and taltalim, nouns of halachos. Shechorot ka'orev, black like a raven. Vimiyatam otzan, in whom do you find the Torah? Vimish mashkim umariv alhen lebeit midrash, in one who gets up early and stays late in the base midrash. Rashi explains, Shechorot is like shacharit, and ke'orev is like aravit. Rabba Amar Bishmashir Rabba says in one who blackens his face over them like a raven, that is in one who studies Torah and neglects his physical needs. Rabba Amar, Rabba says, Rabba says in one who is cruel to his children and the members of his household like a raven. Rashi says that a raven is cruel to its children. Uh, this apparently is not the case with North American ravens, but while true of some species of raven that was known in the time of Chazal, Rashi brings a Pasuk in Tehillim that we say in Tzuki Zimra every day, that Hashem answers the children of ravens when they call, and Hashem causes bugs to go into their mouth to be eaten. Like Rav Ada Brahmatna, who wanted to go to the yeshiva of Rav, Amralei Debetu, his wife said to him, What should I do for your children? If you're going away, how am I going to feed your children? Amrala, he said to her, Are there no more reeds in the pasture? The simple reading of the Gemara is that he's saying, I'm going to study Torah, and he's being cruel to his children and saying, let them eat reeds from the pasture. In the Sefer Beis Lechem Yehuda of one of the relatively early Hasidic Rebbe's, Rabbi Yehuda Leib of Linitz, he explains that Rav Ada Barmatna was not being that cruel, as cruel as that sounds, but rather the discussion was as follows. He asked, what was their situation before Rav Ada Barmatna wanted to go away? Were they dirt poor, and they were already eating reeds from the pasture? If so, what was his wife complaining about? On the other hand, if that's not what they were eating, it seems that that is an overly cruel answer to give. Let let them eat grass. So he explains, based on Gemara and Kiddushin, which says that Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar comments, Have you ever seen an animal that goes to work? No. Animals find their food with relatively little trouble. And Hashem created the animal kingdom to serve man. So if I were deserving, certainly I would get my parnasa, my sustenance, without any trouble. And therefore, Rav Ada Barmatna was saying, are there no more reeds in the pasture, meaning, or in the swamp, meaning, don't the animals have food to eat? Don't worry. If I'm deserving, Hashem will take care of us, and therefore I want to go study Torah in the yeshiva, so I will be deserving of Hashem taking care of us. Yes, he was neglecting the immediate needs of his children, uh, 
by going off to study in yeshiva, but he wasn't being so cruel as to say, let them eat reeds from the pasture. That seemingly is not what the Gemara means. Not that a person should be that cruel or even has a right to, because a father does have an obligation to support his children, not just to walk off and say, let them eat grass. That is how the Beis Lachem Yehuda explains our Gemara. Gemara continues, Darshaning Apostok, he pays the wicked on his face to destroy them. What does that mean? Rabbi Shua ben Levi says that if the Pasuk didn't say it, we would not be allowed to say it. So to speak, Hashem is like a person carrying a heavy burden and can't wait to throw it off. So it is, the Rashaim are like a burden to Hashem, and he can't wait to throw them off. Lo yacher he will not delay for his enemies. Amrabi ila lo yacher, Rabbi ila says, for his enemies, he does not delay. But he does delay for complete tzadikim, they will receive their reward in Olam Haba, not in Olam Hazeh. This is what Rabbi Shuvan Levi said. The Pasuk says that I am commanding you to do this day. The mitzvahs are to do today and not to do tomorrow in Olam Haba. In Olam Haba, one cannot do mitzvahs. They are to do today and receive the reward tomorrow. Rav Chagi or Chagai said, and if you wish, you could say that it was Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni who said, what is the meaning of the Pasuk that Hashem is, we translated it, he's patient, but he has long faces. Erech af mi ba'ilei, should say, af, singular. Ela erech apayim l'sadikim, erech apayim l'rshayim. Rather, it means, He's patient with tzaddikim, waiting to reward them, and he's patient with Rashaim. When the time comes, he will punish them. Gemara now returns to discussing our Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Ad Beit Satayim. Rabbi Yehuda said the area of the Pase Biraos can be up to Satayim. So Gemara asks, Ibailahu, Bor Upasim Kamar? Is he saying the area of the well or cistern plus? The area enclosed can be up to the base satayim, 5,000 square amos. Or is he saying the cistern itself can be up to base satayim, not including the enclosed area? Do we say that if a person wants to know how much of an area that's not enclosed for habitation can you enclose and still carry he will focus on the bar and therefore he won't make a carpef an enclosed area not for habitation greater than beitza time 5000 square amos or does a person focus on the enclosure and if we allow the bar to be a beitza time plus the area of the enclosure, then what he will make a carpef bigger than a Beit Satayim. Tashma, come in here, kamahin makorovin, how close are the posts of the enclosure, the boards of the enclosure, kidei roshavu basho para, 
the head and the majority of an animal of a cow. And how distant are they? Even 30 seya, even 60 seya. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Beit Satayim Utar, Yatern Beit Satayim Asur. Rabbi Yehuda says, Beit Satayim is permitted, 5,000 square almost is permitted, more than 5,000 square almost is not permitted. I'm ruler of Yehuda, the Chachamim said to Rabbi Yehuda, Don't you agree regarding these animal enclosures and firewood storage areas and a Chatzar, a Filu Beit Chamesha Kareem, a Filu Beit Aserat Kareem, that they can even be five Kurim or Ten Kurim, Shimutar, that's permitted. Amar Lehem, he said to them, it's not comparable. Zomachitza, Velu Pasin, those have a real machitza, and these only have boards at the corners. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says, Bor Beit Satayim, Beit Satayim Utar. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says, if the bor is a square, if the cistern is a square, enclosing a Beit Satayim, 70 and two thirds Amos by 70 and two thirds Amos, it's permitted. And on top of that, you can only distance uh, the head and most of the of the length of a cow, which is two amos. That's the end of the brisa. The Gemara explains the proof. Now, Rabbi Shimon Lazar says that the boar can be five thousand square amos, not including the enclosure. Must be that Rihuda is saying. The bore and the enclosure should be 5,000 square amos. Kamar says, Velohi. No, that's not the case. Rabbi Yehuda, bore below Pasin Kamar. Rabbi Yehuda also is talking about the bore being 5,000 square amos without the enclosure. Kamar asks, Yahachi Hainu de Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. Well, then he's saying the same thing as Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. No, Ikapinayo Arich Lekatin. They argue about long and short, meaning a rectangle. According to Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, the bore has to be a square, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, it can be a shape other than a square, but they both agree that the bore can only be up to 5,000 square amos, not including the enclosure, which must be two amos beyond that, not more and not less, according to Tosfos. Chal am Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar said a rule, any airspace which serves a an inhabited area, like an animal corral or a firewood storage area or a chatzer, it can even be five kurim or ten kurim. Mutar, it's permitted. Any enclosed area which serves the outside, Kigon Burganin, like Shivasadot, like the watchman's huts in the fields, Beitzatayim Mutar, they can be up to Beitzatayim, Yatem Beitzatayim Asur. More than Beitzatayim is prohibited. We had this before when we talked about uh, the area under a tree, which we said was limited to a Beitzatayim because it's used for watchmen of a field to sit under it and it serves the outside. Mishnah. Rabbi Huda says that if the way of the Rabim, the public road, goes through the the Pase Biraos, you have to divert the road around it. And the Chachamim say it's not necessary. Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Elazar, the Amri Tavayu, Kan Hodiachak, Hodiachak, Kohan, Shalmachitzat. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Elazar said that. 
here the Chachamim told you the power of Mechitzos, that even though the public goes through them, they are still Mechitzos. Gemara asks, Kan Usvirale? Is Rabbi Yochanan saying, here they told us this, and Rabbi Yochanan agrees with this? We previously discussed the position of Rabbi Elazar, and we said that Rabbi Elazar agrees with this statement. He poskins this way. What about Rabbi Yochanan? Does he poskin this way? But Rabbi Barbarchana said that Rabbi Yochanan said, Yerushalayim, Ilmalei, Daltotea, Ninalot, Balayla, Yerushalayim, if not for the fact that its doors were locked at night, the gates of Yerushalayim were locked at night, closed at night, Chayavin, Alehamishim, it would be Yerushalayim. Now, Yerushalayim has walls. Nevertheless, since the public goes through them, uh, it is a Yerushalayim. Ela kan Rather, Rabbi Yochanan is saying, here the Chachamim told us the power of Mechitzos, that even though the public goes through them, they are still Mechitzos, but he does not hold that way. The Gemara continues, Virami Yehuda ad Rabbi Yehuda. Virami Drabanan ad Rabbanan. We have a contradiction in statements of Rabbi Yehuda and a contradiction in statements of the Rabbanan. Ditanya, because we learned more than this, Rabbi Yehuda said, If a person owns two houses on two sides of Rabbim, he can make a lechi at one end and a lechi at the other end, or a korah at one end or and a korah at the other end, and he can carry in the middle. And the Chachamim said, You can't make an Eruv in Rishus Sarabim that way. So, Kasha de Rehuda ad Rehuda, it's a contradiction in statements of Rabbi Yehuda because there the person is permitted to carry in the street between his two houses, even though it's a street and the Rabbim go through it. And Kasha de Rabbanan ad Rabbanan, and it's a Kasha, a contradiction in statements of the Rabbanan because there they say you cannot carry in the street because the public goes through it, and here they say you can carry in a place where the public goes through. Our answer is Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda Lokasha. It's not a contradiction in statements of Rabbi Yehuda. Hatam di kashte mechitzot malyata. There, by the case of the two houses on opposite sides of Shusarabim, there is a real wall. There are two real walls, one on each side. Hacha le kashte mechitzot malyata. Here, there are not two, even two real walls. There are just the corner boards. Drabanan adrabanan nami lokasha. And it's not a kasha under drabanan. Here, by the Pasiviros, there is the name, the form of four walls. There are four corner markers. There, there are not the form of four walls. There are only two walls with a Lechi or a Kora on the third and fourth sides. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Yosef. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Yosef said, Rabbi Yochanan said, Eretz Yisrael ein chayavin aleya mishum rishudarvim. If one carries in Eretz Yisrael, he is not liable for carrying in rishusarabim. Yativ Rav Dimi bekamarle lahashmata. Rav Dimi sat and repeated this statement. Amarle Avayi Rav Dimi. So Avayi said to Rav Dimi, My time, or what's the reason? Ileim amishum demakifle sulma detzor mehachgisa u machatna degader mehachgisa. If it's because there's the ladder of Tzor, the hills uh, in southern Lebanon, the mountains in southern Lebanon on one side, and 
the depression of Gader on the other side, so it has two walls, and therefore it's not Rishus Aravim Midaraisa. Bavel Nami Makifla Prat Mihachisa V'Diglat Mihagisa. Bavel also has the Prat is Euphrates River on one side, and the Tigris River on the other side. Diglat is the Tigris, Tigris River. And furthermore, Dekulayalma Nami Makifukianus, and the whole world has the ocean around it, so there should be no Rishus Aravim at all. Dilma Malot Umaradot Kamrat, maybe you're talking about the hills and valleys of Eretz Yisrael itself. Amrlei Karkafna Chaziti Lereshach Bey Amude. Kiam Rabbi Yochanan Hashmata. Rabbi said to Abaye, Karkafna, person with a big head. In other words, you're an important person. I see that your head was between the pillars when Rabbi Yochanan said this. In other words, it's as if you were there understanding what Rabbi Yochanan said. Abaye wasn't in Eretz Yisrael when Rabbi Yochanan said this. Rabdimi told it to Abaye, but it's as if you were there. Itmar Nami, it was said, likewise, Ki'ata Ravin, when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, he said that Rabbi Yochanan said, and some say that Rabbi Abau said that Rabbi Yochanan said, The uphills and downhills in Eretz Yisrael, one is not chayav, uh, for carrying in like because it's not like the camp in the Midbar from which we learn which was flat Rachava asked Rava you have a mound that goes up ten fachim in a length of four amos and many people go over it is it a Rishus or not? If one would carry there, is it a Rishus to be liable for carrying or not? We know that a mound or a hill, a slope, that ha- that goes up ten tfachim in a length of four amos is considered a mechitza, it's a wall, and the top of the mound uh, would be a Rishus if it has those dimensions all around. But what if people regularly walk over it? Does that make it a Rishisarabim or not? The Gemara continues, Aliva Now, according to the Rabbanan, it's not a question. Regarding the Pase Biraos, the area around the well, which is presumably flat and it's easy to walk through, nevertheless, the Rabbanan said, that the Rabbim going through does not turn it into a Shusarabim. Hachad or Nechatashmishte here, where it's not easy to use because there's a slope. Lokol Shekain. Certainly, it's not a Shusarabim. Kiti Bailach Yehuda. But you can ask this question according to Rabbi Yehuda. My, what's the halacha? Hatamud Nechatashmishte. Regarding the Pase Biraos, Rabbi Yehuda said you have to move the highway around it. Is that because it's easy to use? It's flat. But on a slope where it's not easy to use, the public would not nullify the machitzos, the slope, which we view as a machitza. Or perhaps there's no difference. He told him, you are chayav, it is Even if it's so steep that you need a rope to go up, he told him, yes, even if it's so steep, like the place called Malot Beit Moron, where there's a path 
one person wide that winds its way up? in, he told him, yes. If you have a chatzer in which people go in this side and go out that side, if you have a doubt regarding Tuma, so if the doubt arises in a public place, not necessarily the definition of Shusarabim like Shabbos, but a public place, then we say doubtful Tuma is Tahar. And if it arises in a private place, then we say it's Tame. And that's learned from Sota. The Torah calls a Sota Tameya. And a Sota, by definition, is in a private place because you can't seclude yourself in a public place. Where is a Sota Tameya? In Rishus Hayachid. But if it was in Rishus Arabim, if she was with this man in Rishus Arabim, she wouldn't be secluded and, and she would not be Tameya. And a Sota is a case of doubtful Toma. Therefore, doubtful Tuma and Rishisarabim is Tahar. So, this Chatzar, where people go in one end and come out the other end, is a Rishisarabim for Tuma, but it's a Rishisayachid for Shabbos. Mani, who is the town of this Brisa? Ilim Rabbanan, if you want to say it's the Rabbanan who say that it's okay for the public to go through the enclosures of the Pasei Biros, Hashto Mahatam Denecha by the Pasei Biros, where it's easy to use. There, are wide open openings. Amri Rabbanan, nevertheless the Rabbanan said, Lo'atu Rabbanan, Rabim, Mavatli Mechitzatan, nevertheless the Rabim do not come along and nullify the Mechitzas. The fact that the public goes through them does not nullify the Mechitzas. Hacha Delone Chatashvishte, regarding a Chatzer, where the openings are relatively small and it's not easy for lots of people to go through. Lo'kol Shekin, certainly the fact that people go through should not nullify the Mechitzas. So it would not be necessary to tell me. Ella lav, rather, must be Rabihudahi, that the Tana of this case of Chatzer is Rabihuda. You see that where it's relatively difficult to go through the, the opening, that Rabihuda says it's Rishusayachid inside. And similarly, in the case of the mound, where there's a slope, if it would be difficult to go up, it should be Rishusayachid on top. Not like Rava said, Rishisarabim, according to Rabbi Yehuda. So our answer is Lolam, Rabbanan. Really, the, this Brisa is also the Rabbanan. And the Chiddush of the Brisa is that such a Chatzar is a Rishisarabim for Tumah. It would not be necessary to tell us, according to the Chachamim, that it's a Rishisayachid for Shabbos, but they told us that because they wanted to tell us that it's a Rishisarabim for Tumah. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, this chatzer would be Irshus Harabim for Shabbos also, because the public goes through it, even though it's with some difficulty. We'll stop it.